Hi. Hi. We, we, we in this? We do. We do it. It's weird. I mean, I say this every time we don't have a guest, but it's so weird not to have guests. So refreshing. So fucking cool. I guess we spent like all last podcast talking about how I hate our guests, but um, I don't hate them. I it, 2019 was the year I hated our guests the most. Yeah. Think back. If you were one of our guests, think back. Was that in 2019? It probably wasn't you. I, I'm sure I was thinking about other guests. Yeah. Probably the episode right before yours. I literally just did a what kind of Pokemon are you? Uh-huh. And I've already... Oh, I was Bulbasaur. Okay. I'm a Bulbasaur right now. I feel that. Okay. Uh, I think I'm a Jigglypuff. That's the Statue of Liberty was a Jigglypuff when I did it today, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm very statuesque. I bet you, in, when this episode drops, uh-huh. which is 48 hours from now, yeah. I will no longer be doing this, and it's going to be like a weird time capsule of that obsession I had for 24 hours. I think that's like almost every podcast we've done. Yeah. It's like, remember that episode where like John was really into like the... I don't know. Um, Go on, the Geico Gecko or something. Oh, uh, he can get it. He went on like a thirty-minute rant <laughs> about how hot he is in that towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gecko's low-key thick, man. <laughs> Actually, fucking high-key thick. That gecko knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he's got that accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he drives me wild. He is gorgeous. What if I did want to fuck the Geico Gecko? Like everything's the same, yeah. but I'm just like real thirsty for that gecko. I mean that I don't know how this is different than real life. Instead of me wanting to hang out with like little animals and loving them, I was uh-huh. just like I want the Geico Gecko to take me to Pound Town. I'm just I'm just like waiting for the day that I find your deviant art page. <laughs> no. And it's gonna be it, you're gonna be canceled. Can't By cancel, the Forest Kingdom. You can't cancel that which is already dead. <laughs> I'm Dracula, bitch. Oh, man. So this is our second New Year's Eve episode in a row. Um, uh-huh. Remember, God made it New Year's Eve, not New Year's Steve. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me be the first to wish everyone a happy Hanukkah for 2020. Yep, me too. Yep, I'm the first. Um, I'm also... Now that baby Jesus has been born, uh-huh. I got some news for you in a couple months, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what happens? You, you, he's getting nailed up on that cross. Oh, no. Just for all a, of our sins. Three months old. For my sin of whacking off the Geico Gecko. <laughs> is, is baby Jesus like a reverse baby Yoda? Like he ages 33 years in three months? Exactly, yeah. Oh, interesting. The whole story makes sense now. I also will be 33 soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I will know exactly what was going through Jesus' mind when he was on that cross. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to go through the, um, what's it called? Like the sufferings? The passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be going through a lot of passion. <laughs> That's what, best guess of 2020, a lot of passion for me. Definitely <laughs> definitely what everyone thinks. Uh, 2020 is going to be, I'd, it's going to be bad. It's going to be, well, I mean, 2019. Everyone keeps, it's like every every year is so bad that everyone's like, next year has to be good. It's it's never going to be good. I, I was not wrong. I said this the other day, mm-hmm. and I was right. Yeah. 2019 was the most 2016 year. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Well, 2016 was the year that Trump won. Yeah. But 2019, yeah. and the, David Bowie died. And I was like, no way it can get any worse. Oh, yeah, and it yeah, did. yeah. 2020 made 2016 look like nothing. 2019. You 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020 yeah. is going to be great because Bernie Sanders is going to win. Yep. I'm not going to have any emotional problems. Yes. I will be happy and not lonely. Okay. And you'll have like a new look. A new I have a new look. I got my haircut yesterday. Oh, cool. 
Um, and that's it? That's the whole new look? Oh, um, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I got some new soap. Okay. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah. I have very sensitive skin. Okay. And in the winter, it's very dry. Snowflake. Yeah, my, my skin's a snowflake. So I've been feeling a little flaky. And oh, so shit. I, I got a nice little soap. Oh, cool. And then I've been using a charcoal soap for my face mm-hmm. because I'm 33 and I still have impurities all over my fucking face. Just like Jesus, my oily savior. <laughs> His T-zone was fucking on fleek. Oh, you know what my, my new thing is for 2020? What? Chapstick. Don't okay. Remember when you warned me off chapstick last year? Yeah, you yeah. And Christy were like, "Yo, watch that." I every conversation I had with a girl this year was like, yeah. "Yo, don't use too much chapstick." I'm like, "What the fuck are okay, you talking so I've about?" I've never used chapstick before, and I had a lip issue. It wasn't herpes. It was just very cold. It's out. fine if it was herpes, dude. And I used some chapstick, and it was great. And I immediately, my wife was like, "You've used that seven times in the last hour." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "But it feels so good." Yeah, it's like that song. I have this chapstick. It has two sides. Wait, it's in my pocket. Okay, let's see it. It's got one side is moisturize, mm-hmm. and one side is renew. Which one have you been using more? I like to go, I like to start with the moisturize. Yeah, yeah. And then hit it with renew about 15 minutes later. Now, here's the thing you want to do. My wife looked at me, and she was like, your lips are so luscious. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed you look really kissable today. Yeah, you I got them look- DSLs. I'm yeah, pretty excited about it. <laughs> you look like the Geico Gecko's dick. <laughs> Super fucking kissable and juicy. <laughs> I'd like to welcome our guest today, Eric Asimov. <laughs> um, no, but like, chapstick, chapstick do be hitting right, but it's hard to quit. Well, I mean, I, I haven't used it in a couple of days, but I'm just I'm keeping it in my pocket okay. for emergencies only. Mm-hmm. But self-care is important. It's revolutionary. It sure is. That's what I say every yeah, day. I say it every day. So this is our New Year's Christmas. Oh, by the way, um, tariffs. Oh, shit. I want to get drunk before we talk about them, but that's okay. that's the theme today. Also, yeah. what else is it? Secret Santa. Secret we Santa. We got each other a wine. Um, well, we haven't even like, started the podcast yet. Hey, want me to do it? Yeah. Hi, fuck you. Hey. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me do it better. Um, keep the change, you filthy animal. Um... Hello and welcome to Discorgeous Podcast. It's a podcast about wine. We never say Discorgeous Podcast, do we? You, yeah, no. Try Hi, again. welcome to Discorgeous. It's a podcast about wine. I'm Duck. Hi, I'm the dumb one. Today we're doing a little Secret Santa exchange. I guess they call it Secret Snowman now. Mm, like, I don't like that. It's like, which one of you is the snowman? <laughs> <laughs> like the horror movie? Or it's like, I want to use a German accent. Like, Turn on the air dryer. That's French. <laughs> Damn it. It still works. The French are sadomasochists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, here we are. End of the, end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're treating ourselves right. We're giving our friends the gift that keeps on giving. Also, we have alcoholism. so many fucking listeners this year. Yeah, it's true. We, we have done. like. It's weird because I think this podcast is stupid. Sure. And everyone who listens to it is stupid. Yeah. Unless you're hot. In which case, I think you're hot. And stupid. Right, yeah. Yeah. You can't be smart and hot. No. It's not possible. I I wish I could. Yeah, it's two sides of the of the axis. There's <laughs> s- smart and hot. And say, then there's stupid and ugly. It's gonna say we're gonna get a lot of letters from our hot fans, but I'm like, no, we're not. They can't write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about you. Um so yeah, uh we've done really well. We have a, like a bunch of new listeners, Patreon's booming, it's patreon.com. Some kind of slash disgorgeous. Yes. And before I get drunk, yeah. please tell a friend about our podcast if you think they would like it. Yeah. Rate and review it. 
We stopped asking people to do that, but that's good. That's really good. Go on your iTunes. We're at number 238 in arts. Yeah, did you see that email? Yeah, that was a great email. I think that's like a fake email. We, we, we're at the point where we're starting to get um, like cold call emails mm. from people that are like, wow, you guys did very good. You're number 309 on chart. Mm. Would you like to do um, advertising? And then we say no because we can't be bought. If you are a wine person and you want us to advertise for you, mm-hmm. I guess send us a proposal. Yeah. Well, maybe like this episode brought to you by... The Bulletproof Liquor Store. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be sponsored by the stuff you spray on a red wine stain when you like have a really important um, appointment and you look like a slob. Yeah. Um, I maybe, don't know what it's called. Maybe like, a chapstick sponsor. Oh, I would love mm-hmm. a chapstick sponsorship. Or like like a lip balm that's called Totally Not Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be cool. You know when you're in bands, you get sponsored by like, um, like Zildjian mm-hmm. symbols and they just send you a bunch of symbols? Converse. Yeah, we'll Congress cool. will give you a bunch of sneakers and stuff. All birds, mine are looking a little whack these days. But what's the wine? Like, I guess we could be sponsored by like those weird rolly bags that only wine people have. That's a good one. Yeah, we could get sponsored by Von Bowden. Okay, that'd be which awesome. Is basically, the equivalent of the weird rolly bags because only wine people like stock them. my fucking Eurocov <laughs> with that. Um, yes, yeah, stock my Eurocov, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mean for that to be so sexualized. But I, I, yes, I'm not did. against it. <laughs> Um, yeah, we can get that's good. Yeah, and then and then we'll call our sponsors. I'm waiting for Irving Bottles to sponsor us. It's weird that they haven't done it yet. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, should we just do an ad for them right now and see if they yeah. like it? Um, you go first. Okay. Welcome to Irving Bottles, where the wine's cheap and the cus- and the customers are cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's not good. That's not good. Welcome to Irving Bottles, uh, where all your dream come true. That was just in Grand Prospect Hall. Um, if you need a wine to have a good time, come to Irving Bottles. You'll feel so fine. Boop, boop, boo, do, 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 do. And then they're like, um, no, that's not a good joke. Uh, we're yeah. not going to end with that one. Um, also, we'll, we'll just get sponsored by MeUndies. Like yeah. Else too. This has been our most productive. I wonder why we have guests. I think this is just a business meeting that we're recording. Yeah. Um, All right. Item number two. I think you owe me for some t-shirts, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, probably. Oh, buy a t-shirt. Buy t-shirts. Okay. What's our first one, bitch? Let's do it. Okay. So I got for you, John. Me, John. Surprise. I'm your secret snowflake. Oh, my God. And... I knew it. Because you weren't <laughs> listening to any of the racist jokes I were doing. You weren't laughing at them. Yeah, you were frowning just, at me. I was just like trying to throw you off the scent. Yeah. Um, I got you one of your top ten wines of the year. Mm-hmm. It's called Trees or Filters. Yep, by Floral Terrains. Mm-hmm. Floral Terrains. I don't know why I said Floral. Floral Terrains. <laughs> um, and this is a wine that we drank. Did we drink it after the Grape Witches episode? No, we drank it after. Um, oh, the the one good episode. We've the ever one done. good episode is gorgeous. Um, that's right. I'm trying uh, the Syrah episode, <laughs> <laughs> which was also the Great Witches yeah. episode. No, we did. We drank this um, after the mics were off mm-hmm. um, when we did the episode that we didn't talk on. Um, this is a phenomenal cider. It's just so good that I, I thought it was a shame to not actually talk about mm-hmm. it on the air. And also, I knew you liked it, and it was also the last bottle at Chambers. Mm-hmm. So my wine's from Chambers too. Wow! Wow! Go to Chambers. It's really great. They've got Nebbiolo and very good taste. 
Go to Chambers and have a good time. Or go to Chambers and drink a good wine. Go to Chambers, you're gonna feel fine. Go to Chambers if you got scurvy, eat a lime. (laughs) (laughs) That last part is just good advice. Yeah. Well, you want to, you know, give them three pitches and then some advice. I I was home for Christmas. Okay. I was in Montreal. Nantucket Nantucket has a radio station now, Mm -hmm. which I think is funny because it's just like this guy I've known for 20 years is now on the radio with like a radio voice. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about like how I don't really try to sound good on this at all. You sound great. Well, I mean, I, I think I do sound good. I think I sound like natural and very handsome. Yes. But I think that... Um, like I'm not, I'm clearly not making a radio voice for it. I would love for our fans to draw a picture of what they think we look like based uh-huh. off of our voices. Yeah, because it's just Gaston and Gastoner. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you were in Canada, mm-hmm. huh? Which you famously hate. Um, a fan of ours took me out. Well, we we split the bill, but we went to get drunk. Oh wow, yeah. we went Dutch, eh? We went Dutch. It was a good. It was a good time. He had yeah. a very good flat, uh, five panel hat. Oh okay. Um, we had some wine. We uh, I got some wine off the le menu. I was uh-huh. like, I am so sorry, uh, but uh, I saw a bottle of wine when I was peeing. Can I have that? Yeah. And they're like, Oh yes. They're like, No, sir. You just peed in a carafe. You want from the Peace Cave, <laughs> a man of France. <laughs> um, it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bar is called Von 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 Von. Like I, the word wine repeated like a thousand times, oh, got it. or maybe three times. Right. You, I can't count. Maybe twenty times. I'm hot, so it's gonna be vin. Yes. Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah. Um, and I had a very good croissant. Uh huh. And I made a lot of Ottoman food. Did you have any of those famously tiny bagels? I did not have any le bagels. Oh, okay. That's all the questions I had. Yep. So you like Canada now? No, I had a good time in Canada. Okay. I don't. Um, I like. I want to say I like Canadians, but that's a fucking lot. I mean, Canada would be great if it weren't for the Canadians, except for our fans who are from Can- the, the Great Witches are the best Canadians. They should be the prime ministers. We should also say they sent us a care package, a Christmas or a holiday care package, and thank you so much. That T-shirt looks good. It's for, it's better than our T-shirts, but don't buy theirs. Buy ours. Yeah, don't with the exchange rate. Yeah, it's not a good it's idea. Not worth it. So this is made of apples. Yeah. So this is. Um, this our, is my favorite side of the year. Eric Longobardi and his boy, who is also our boy, uh, Benford Lepley. I think I'm saying that right. We should have asked. Oh, uh, Lepley. Lepalier. These two guys are um, are just actually like absolutely killing it. On, He's just on reading the back label. That's well, exactly what it, it while says. I'm talking. It says Benford Lepley. Uh, X floral terrains. Mm. This is a Solero method cider, yes. which is insane. Uh, it's going to be a lot of this is crab apple. Mm hmm. And then the rest is black twig apples, nice. uh, collected, fermented over several years, done under floor. This is fucking mind-blowing. This is the best good. cider. Crab apples are cr- – so the other really good New York – well, one of the other very good New York producers, Aaron Bird, did a cra- all crab apple cuvee. Which I don't, I'm not ready to talk about that one yet. You had to keep in a bottle for like four years because crab apples are so tannic. Yeah. This Solera method has done something similar, and it's almost sort of like um, – Sped up the process. I think I took. I think I tasted barrel samples of this. I got a Halloween party like four years ago. Probably it's pretty spooky. Yeah. Um, But this is like this is just you have to reconsider cider when you drink this. It's it's fucking incredible. It's the best American cider I've ever had. Yeah, hands down. Um, I wish there was more of it. Um, it's also literally drinking the last bottle. It's very well priced. I think. It's like, yeah, it's like 30 bucks or something. Yeah, 33. Like, fucking wonderful. You should get it if you can find it. Um, this is like if Jura made a cider. Hey, what's a Jura? 
Nothing. What's Jura with you? We'll find it out next month. Oh shit! Yeah, stay tuned for January, yep. featuring some very famous guests. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Donkey. What? Donkey Kong's coming on. Diddy Kong. Yeah, Diddy. Well, it's the same episode. Cranky Kong. Do you know Cranky Kong is canonically Donkey Kong's I, father? I did. I, I thought he was canonically the Donkey Kong from the original Donkey Kong games. Yes, exactly. Yes. And also, his, oh, maybe his grandfather. I so can't remember. our current Donkey Kong is actually Donkey Kong Jr. Right. And then Donkey Kong Jr. Mm-hmm. is really Donkey Kong the Third. Oh, Who's wait. Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong's a different kind of ape because he has a tail. Oh. So I don't think they're, I don't think they're blood relatives. They're, 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 they're family by choice. <laughs> That's honestly really nice. They're a polycule. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn, we, everyone should just drink more cider. Yeah, this is... Man, I can't wait to smell my pee. The way your pee smells after you drink cider is like the greatest joy humans have ever done. But the oxidative, like, funky, weird Solera effect mm-hmm. on this is so captivating. It, it It's funny, because the Trees Are Filters is such a good name for it, because it's like... It, it's my favorite Radiohead album. Go on. <laughs> I'm gonna let the dead air happen. No, this, I mean, this feels like it's a brachial effect. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's the 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 name of the things that live in your lungs. Okay, it feels like eating a tree is one of these. Oh, like okay. it's super dry. There's like this weird like it feels like it pops in your mouth. I've mm-hmm. never eaten a lung. I haven't either. But there's a first time for everything. Yeah, this is the best cider Americans have ever made. I'm so sorry. Sorry, everyone else. Um, I. Have been keeping abreast. Cider in 2019, I was found very disappointing because mm-hmm. no one wanted to spend money on it, mm-hmm. and everyone wanted to put stuff in cans, and everybody yep. wanted to make like bad cider. Yeah, the beer people won a little bit. The beer people won. Another reason why 2019 sucks. Um, but good for these guys for fighting this battle and continuing it. And the cider's cheap as shit. It's also there's booze in this, right? Nine point yeah, five. I'll take it. Yep. Um, honestly, we're gonna drink a, a wine that's only like one one degree more than this. And this so. is better than every wine. I love this. If, yeah. um, I've been thinking since the tariffs. Are, is cider included in the tariffs? Oh. It's time for us to ride again, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> what We're going to be like, Rowan is going to be like Palpatine uh-huh. in the new Star War. He's going to come, come dude, to life. Dude, dude, dude. That movie sucked. One and two. You can't spoiler alert yet. Oh, everyone knows he's in it. Okay. Um, but we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Cider's going to have a huge, I mean, huge appearance in 2020. So when we get fired because the tariffs are happening yeah. and um, I only sell shitty French wine, yeah. which is going to be 100% more monies. Right. So no one's going to buy it, even though I'm very good looking. Mm-hmm. Cider time. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You don't need Sancerre by the glass. Mm-hmm. Pour uh, this stinky ass cider from uh, Brittany. There's 12 bottles of it. <laughs> They're all $48. Mm-hmm. It tastes like blue cheese. And I cannot give you a price break on it. <laughs> please to take. Uh, please to take. Um, yeah, so tariffs. Um, they're bad. I really liked President Trump mm-hmm, until right. he started affecting my own bottom line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I call him President Dump. Oh, shit. That's harsh, man. You could get arrested by the government. Hey, come arrest me, because if you're arresting me, you've probably listened to my podcast, in which case... You're in my mind palace now, bitch. Yeah, all uh, all of the Secret Service now has to listen to our podcast. Oh my god, um, I don't know, man. Uh, is it going to happen? I think probably. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think that because there's going to be a big, there's going to be a lot of effects. Uh-huh. Proximal cause, proximal effect. First, first order will be 
French wine gets more uh, European wine in general gets more expensive. Hundred percent. By the way, write to your Congress people. I guess I think yeah. you have to write to like the Chamber of Commerce or something. Just like go to every other wine person's um, Instagram and they'll tell Just you. How to go do to it. the post office and start yelling <laughs> at the guy behind the desk. Bring a gun to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like. European wines get more expensive, uh-huh. so people are going to buy less of it, yeah. or they're going to buy the same amount and they're going to have less money. Mm-hmm. It's going to fuck over domestic producers because there's not any people just distributing domestic wine in New York. Right, it's going to hurt the distributors mm-hmm. who sell their wine. When Core goes out of business, I'm just throwing a name at random. Mm-hmm. It could be any wine company. Mm-hmm. They won't be able to sell California wine. Yeah. Um, or Texas wine for that or Texas. We don't sell any Texas wine. It's not really wine. It's poison. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really shitty for everybody, I yeah. think. Um, I'm also thinking uh, all those people with fancy like Psalm-style educations uh-huh. are going to really have a hard time justifying everything costing twice as much. So mm-hmm. they will probably defect. Yeah. And what, what do they become? Like weed dealers? Beer people, maybe? Ooh. Or they'll just move to Europe? Okay, so let me play devil's advocate. Okay, Whitey. What if um, we just drink more local wine? Like, you and I start making a wine in my backyard, and people drink it. Oh, well, and it only costs $15. I, here's what I've been thinking. Prosecco. Uh-huh. How much Prosecco do, does New York City drink every year? How All much bad Prosecco? All like, of it. It's like $4 a bottle. You, that doubles in price. Everyone's going to feel that. It's going to make things shittier for everybody. Right. Margins are going to be hard. Maybe maybe people will give up on margins. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. They're not going to. Right. There's just a lot of things like that people take for granted. Oh, well, they could just fire all the sales reps and just have an order board, and people just call and order the things they want. Honestly, that'd make more sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need. And me then we're in. F- we're free yeah, to we're follow free our curse. dreams. Yeah. I've been thinking about what other jobs I could do. We could start like a um, a podcast about like home home goods, hummus. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people are always when hummus, they describe- hummus chummus the podcast <laughs> for friends who like to eat Middle Eastern food. <laughs> I mean, like everyone's like tells me this podcast isn't really about wine; it's just about us. Yeah, and they say we should give up the pretenses and just become a regular podcast. Mm. They can go to fucking hell. It's yeah. a wine podcast. Yeah, because without the wine, then we're just two annoying white dudes talking into microphones. It's going to be hard when all the wine I like is twice as much money. Yeah. Like, that is bad news bears. Yeah. Have you stocked up? Not yet. Have you? Mm-mm. We should do that. Yeah. We also have a live episode the day after the tariffs. Oh, shit. Either come into effect and don't. Yeah. And I can't tell if the theme should be the things we'll miss yeah. or I, for one, welcome our new Californian overlords. Yeah. That's actually a cool one, too. They're both pretty cool. What if we just did both at the same time? Yeah. You you do one and I'll do the other and we'll see if people can notice that we're in two different episodes. And I have been telling everyone this is a musical episode, so we'll see. This one? No, that one. Oh, okay. Come get your tickets. It's at 21 Greenpoint. Yeah. It's going to be heavily inspired by the movie Cats, which we're about to see. We're about to see it. <laughs> um, Man, I'm so fu- – it's going to suck doing this podcast when we have to like not have wine. Well, I mean, there's lots of stuff we can do instead. I mean, no, Empire and Southern will still be here. Yeah, we'll, we'll still get bad wine. Um, and um, I guess we'll just drink like a lot of beer. I mean, you could review different kinds of bottled water. I mean, the market will self-correct itself. 
that's my um extremely capitalist voice. Yeah, I think it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. The thing is, I don't really like being alive, mm-hmm. so I'll just fucking eat a bullet. <laughs> Put a little salt and pepper on that. <laughs> a little salt and pepper. Um, I don't know, man. It's hard to it's hard to complain too much about like this is it's that thing where it's like. Oh, the nice like luxury good that we like is going to be more expensive. Like, no, but if someone like, no, 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 if someone's thing. complaining to you that like caviar is mm. twice as expensive now, do you really feel bad for them? No, this is a hot take that's wrong. Yeah, because like it it is not just fancy stuff. It is all the booze imported from Europe, which is a huge amount of booze. Yeah, and it pays. It doesn't just pay like dumb bullshit white sales reps. Restaurants and bars make all their money off booze sales. True. That's how you make it. And so, like, all of the, like, as I said before, the restaurant industry is largely brown, largely queer, Mm -hmm. largely super fucking leftist until Mm -hmm. you get to the management levels, which is a problem, and those people have to die. Mm -hmm. You know what to do, guys. But, like, it's going to be putting a lot of, like, people out on their fucking asses because restaurants are going to close. Right. Like, it is not, like, the, the hot take is, like, why didn't you guys show up about like the sexual assault crisis in wine? We we're doing this for the fucking you know for your bottom line because this is an extinction level event, mm-hmm. and also uh, all the good people showed up for the sexual assault crisis, right? Like us, <laughs> <laughs> but like it it, it it boggles the mind. Like you know what? I am I I am I am a white dude and I can grow a mustache. I will find a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Ned Flanders lookalike outfit will be uh, used heavily for birthday parties. But there's a lot of people who have been working in the service industry for a very long time who are going to have their fucking lunches eaten by this shit. Right. And it is like, it, it's not just an elite problem. Mm-hmm. I think you're. I think that's right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously like trying to say opposite things so we have a thing to talk about. No. Because us just agreeing all the time is sort of boring. Mind melding. Yeah. They just cite our rules. Yeah. You want to disagree with me on that one? No. This is the best cider I've had. Remember when we thought this was going to be the cider decade? Mm-hmm. What was it the decade of? Mm, neoliberalism? Oh, it's been the neoliberal decade for <laughs> a very long time. Just going to put my elbow pads on here. <laughs> so when Margaret Thatcher died, I mm-hmm. was in America. I, 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 wasn't, um, I, was, I lived in the UK, but I was visiting home. Yeah. And so it did make me think about... When Trump dies, of natural causes, no one go and do anything. Literally, please don't do anything. Um, the amount of wine people parties are going to be amazing. Because, like, the fucking miners had the three-day-long fuck parties in, oh, like, yeah. northern England. Hell, yeah. I feel like we could maybe throw a better Just party. dancing to northern soul. Yes. Well, we could do also that and, like, have all of the champagne we've been hiding. Mm-hmm. It is weird to think about, like, when Trump passes away from a massive coronary. Mm-hmm. Nothing we did. He, like, they'll have to go through the motions as if it's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the state will need to pretend that, like, literally the people, the people who, like, pretend to like him in the government fucking hate him. Like, everyone fucking hates him. They will instantly be like, oh, I, 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 I never was a fan of President Trump. <laughs> But I like thought this, he was uncouth. The actual state mechanism will need to still give him a parade. Like they will like put his body in a casket and like roll it down the National Mall, and no one will be there. I will say that when his body's in the casket, yeah, that's when the real fun begins. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. 
<laughs> we should make a parody of that, but make it about floor, like in Sherry oh. production. Or like, let the feedies hit the grapes. Let the feedies <laughs> hit the grapes. <laughs> I love drinking cider with you, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's how we met. This year has been a shitty year, except for this fucking podcast, which has been the rock I've built my life on. If anything happens to it, I'll kill myself. Yeah, well. Saying on the record. I, I agree. I mean, I'm not going to kill myself. I have a long and lustrous But you agree, I'll kill myself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, damn, that cider, cider is so fucking good. It's so sour. Mm-hmm. The and fill like, line was comical. Yeah, but that's how you know it's real. That's how, yeah. Some real, real recognized real. There's also no bubbles. I mean, it's it's got like the idea of a bubble. It's perfect. Yeah. It is perfect. If you see this cider, please get a bottle. Trees are filtered by Floral Terrain's ex Benford Ripley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Benford the, Ripley's, believe it or not. The talented Benford Lepley. <laughs> it's like the best cider. I, I, I can't believe it. I, I didn't think people made this. And like, as someone who's been beating the drum of Honestly, cider. No one should be making it. That's why it's so good. Like, there's no logical explanation for why someone should be spending time making such an esoterically delicious, unique beverage. I feel like all those fucking rubes in 2011 yeah. who like drank like Appenat, like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a sea change in cider. Yeah, um, they will never make enough production to really get it into your mouth unless you seek it out. I'm mm-hmm. sure, but like seek it the fuck out. Agreed. Well, anyway, Merry Merry Xmas. Merry Christmas. I can't wait for this podcast to be about hummus. <laughs> Should we do wine now? Yeah, let's do some wine. Great. Man, it's going to be so fucking dark trying to write that book about leftism and wine that I'm working on yeah. when we can't have wine anymore. You're working on. We are working on. Wow. Our, our baby. Oh, Kevin's having some water. Huh. I just wanted to rinse that cider out of the glass. Wash that cider out of my hair. I have to get the bottle because I don't know what this is called. Oh, it's Cuvée 8. No, Cuvée 910. 910 from Claude... I have it written down. Okay, technical difficulties. I can't wait to see cats, man. <laughs> it's going to be so fucking good. This is Claude Vigne de Vigne du Mont, du Maine? Du Maine, way. Um, this is a really interesting outfit in uh, uh, the Maconay. Um, uh, specifically, this is their, like... They're a natural wine producer since 1952, which I, I don't believe, but that's what they say. Um, they have been doing no no chemical pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. I don't know what chemical means. That's a great question, John. What do you think chemical means? I think it's a buzzword. It means they're not using any cocaine on the No plants. cocaine. Well, cocaine's actually from the earth. Um, <laughs> and the vineyards are planted. So the vineyards in this were planted for the first time in about 900 and in 910, they were used to make a, a wine for the local abbey. Mm-hmm. This is – obviously, the grapes have not been there since then. But this vineyard has been under con- constant production since then. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a homage to how wines were made then. So they have I, – I wrote down the name – the kind of bowls. They are uh, Carolais bowls who pull them in ox carts, foot tread – Aged without sulfur and bottled without sulfur. What's the bowl? What? What's a bowl? What? It's a. It's like a type of local bowl. Okay, so they're putting the grapes into this bowl. 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 The. Mm, the grapes are put into an ox cart drawn by local breeds bulls. of bowls. 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 Okay, got it. I thought bulls. there was a kind of bowl that they no, were like sitting. No, in. you simple bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a field. I was like, oh, cool. These are like really like special mm-hmm. bowls made from mm-hmm. the local clay. It's a field blend of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Gamay, but these are also mutant Gamays that aren't local and Hell Pinot yeah. Noir. So uh, 
It is uh, Pinot Fin and Gamay Petit Gran. Um, it's a DI from Chambers. They have a bunch of other wines that aren't like that don't be hidden as right as this. Yeah. I, I've seen them. They have an Aligote called Rhythm and Soul, which I'm sure is really good, but I can't buy it just mm-hmm. because it has a record label on it and it's yeah, from yeah, France. Yeah. And like I know you have it. no rhythm and you have no yeah. soul. Like come on, maybe the Spanish can do that, but you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't think I've ever had another Macon Rouge because. Why wouldn't you just make a fucking bojo? Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, it's, exactly, because you're on that line where you can do both. co-contiguous with Moulin of Vente. Yeah. Um... Moulin of Vente does extend into some of the Macon Rouge territory. Okay. And then Saint Verlan, also, which is yeah, 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 yeah. A, a appellation within Macon, is also somehow in the Beaujolais. Yes. Which is um cool, guys. It's so cool, the way that artificial lines cross mm-hmm. over each other. You know, that was my... Uh, my essay to get into grad school is about how I believe in how I don't believe in lines. Uh-huh. It's like I want to see the mad spaces, the in between zones. Oh my god, the zones of flux and like one place where it's raining and one place where it's not. What's in between the fog? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, welcome, welcome to the London School of Economics, you bitch. <laughs> Please pay for our tuition. Oh Jesus, um, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is this is a 2017 cuvee. Okay. Their 2014 cuvee was at one of our parties, mm-hmm. and I drank all of it and didn't tell you, and I yeah. felt really bad That's about really it. mean of you. So I, I got this as a present. I've been Thank waiting you. for like six months to pour it for you. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking amazing. I mean, this is it lives in that space of, of co-ferment that mm-hmm. is really hip right now. A but semi-carbonic this, co-ferment, too. Yeah, semi-carbonic kind of life. Baby. Um, but this is like... This isn't of the like. This is a wine they've been making this way for a while, and it's one that they they kind of like. Well, they've been doing vintage. I think the first vintage was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen okay. of this, but they've been making wine like they've been doing super duper natural stuff for a mm. while. Like, I, as much as I don't believe we've been natural since nineteen fifty two, because I think that concept would appalled people in nineteen fifty two. I do believe sort of what they're saying, and I understand it. I'm just being a dickhead because I have a podcast, mm-hmm. but I do think that um. This was a cuvee specifically designed to make a wine that approaches or approximates medieval wines. Correct. And I, I guess my point isn't that they've been making this wine mm-hmm. since 1952 or whatever, but that, like, of the current, like, the modern wave of coferments, they're one of the, like, first people who did it, like, five, seven years ago, and that they've kind of inspired other people to try to do these coferments. And it's, it's crunchy. Really fucking delicious. Yeah. I love Chardonnay, Gamay, and Pinot just fucking in a glass. Yeah. I mean, it has that kind of, like, locker room stink which is fun yeah like people are like having sex and like rubbing erasers on each other's bodies you're so right (laughs) (laughs) um i i clicked on this article today on twitter oh boy uh it's about um this specific sex position from the greek times called the lioness and the cheese grater go are you familiar with this I'm sure I've done it. I've been wanting to tell you about it all day, but I wanted to save it it for today. Let's do it. Let's do it. What is it? It's from Lysistrata, right? So that's the play where, like, all the ladies are like, we aren't going to fuck our men until they stop this war. Which, like, people, like, when the Iraq war happened, like, everyone was like, let's put on Lysistrata. It was like, George W. Bush isn't getting fucked. He's not going to stop Yeah, that's why he did the war. Um, But, so, like, in it, it's a a funny play, and it's, like, very uh, raunchy and crass. Mm -hmm. And one of the, like... As a like throwaway line, someone was like, "Yeah," and we will no longer do the lioness and the cheese grater. And mm-hmm. someone else was like, "Yeah," and we'll and like they just keep moving on. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like it's sort of like exit pursued by a bear. It's yes. one of those lines that people have like 
been like, wait a minute, what did that person say? Okay. And like even 100 years after the play was first put on, which was like, whatever, 700 BC, people have been like, why did they say that? What is, how does a lioness have sex with a cheese Because it's an grater? amazing joke. I mean, game recognized game. But it's not just an amazing joke. It's a joke that has been so confusing to people that they've spent millennia trying to suss out why and what it means. Can you imagine someone listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> My point is that this wine tastes like a lion having sex with a cheese grater. A lioness. Lioness. Yes, thank you very much. Um, do you want to know what they think it is? Sure. The original, the original thing that people said was it was just doggy style because Probably. it's like there used to be like lionesses on like the knives of cheese knives, and what? like they were kind of bent over. Okay. But that doesn't make any sense because they said cheese grater. Mm-hmm. So now there's they actually think it just means like is it like it's a supposed translation to be just an issue? Absurd image of a lion riding a cheese grater mm-hmm. so it's woman on top a lioness a lioness i'm so sorry i just call them lions but okay it's fine and um a so cheese grater. it's supposed to be er. woman, woman on top and just using a lot of like side to side motions essentially dm's open yeah that sounds <laughs> fucking good uh let the um record show i was making body motions to describe that yeah, as i said kevin it. was body rocking <laughs> real hard for the lioness. call me lmfmo or i whatever. mean that's also like th- I kept on thinking the the walrus and the carpenter for some reason when you said <laughs> that. Um, that is really I, it. I love sex jokes mm-hmm. from the pasto. Yeah, it's funny that people tried to guess what that was because it is clearly an absurd image. Exactly. Only question is, of course, what does an ancient Greek cheese grater look like? Perhaps it is a different look. So I know I've, I've read about this. It okay. actually looked very much like it is today. It was a thin sheet of metal that they poked nails through to make it like perforated. Was that a perf- was that a technology? That I'm was trying perfected? to think like were they making nachos in ancient Greece? Like why were they grating the cheese? I mean, <laughs> like, they're just like scraping feta on that bad boy. Like what's going on? Maybe halloumi. Well, maybe halloumi. Um, halloumi. I hardly know me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this wine's gluggy as shit. It, it um. This is the 2016 uh, had uh, no gamay because uh-huh. of, of stuff. Yeah. And the 2017 has gamay back. Yeah, for some reason, I thought it was just always shard. Because I've never had this, but I've heard about it before. I thought it was classically shard and pinot only, but I guess that was just that one year. No, uh, Yeah, it was that one year. And then like um, this region, uh, uh, Macon Rouge, oftentimes has a lot of gamay. Mm-hmm. It's an appellation I never fucking touch. Maybe we should touch it. We should probably touch it. Let's do uh, Macon's March. What if Mac do, on like, May. Mac on May. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Hey, May, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's Thank good. You. That's good. Um, we also could do a month where we just do like the Rouges from mm. classically Blanc um, regions. Yeah. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Like I'm Rouge still to Rouges May. from the Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> Rouges from the Blanc is good. Yeah. Will you remember I said that? Yeah, really yeah, yeah. cute. Well, I recorded it. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can oh, listen to it later. I won't. I w- <laughs> will not be doing any of that. So far, I know I've said nothing that's worth cutting, so we're not going to cut this. No, we're not cutting this. I'm just dropping it hot. Yeah. Drop it super hot. Mm-hmm. Hey, this wine's good. I will say that maybe New Year's resolution for the podcast, I do want to get back into... We've had so many crises, mm-hmm. and the last couple episodes have been like heavy outside themes. I do want to move back into the cut and talk about because I do really like wine. Yeah, um, I don't want to do this wine a disservice. It's much more important to talk about how our lives are going to be ruined 
and how um, the entire industry that uh, I have sacrificed and bled for six years will be destroyed mm-hmm. from some idiotic moron signature. Mm-hmm. But, but we can do both. We can do both. Find yourself a man who can do both. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, good news. We're doing January, so we're going to talk a lot about wine and process and region and terroir. I love, I love French wines. The current tariff, the the twenty five percent tariff, is already making me really sad because I, I I still think French wines are if anything underdrunk. I'm not underdrunk when I drink them. Um, I don't know if that's true. I think French wine makes up a majority of the sales of like twenty and up bottles. I'm just saying say. when I go to a, a place and they say we only have French wine, I'm like cool. I go to a place and they say we only have German wine, I'm like the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, King? But but that being said, I think there's plenty of. I mean, if you go into a wine store, the the the, the shelf German that only says wine France store. is twice as big as the shelf that says Spain. When you go to places, they have a shelf that says France. You know, you're in a good <laughs> wine store. Well, you gotta let people know where to go. You can't have them wandering around all willy nilly, just picking up bottles, I, bunch I'm, of animals. This is the first great direct import we've had from Chambers. I think this wine's stellar. It's incredible. It's also um, the only direct import I've ever bought from them that's over twenty five bucks. Yeah, it was like thirty three. Yeah, but this is worth it. It's doing that thing that um, I really like that co-ferments do, mm-hmm. which is like kind of tastes like like hot tar that just got laid on the street. Like it, it's almost like a like a um, <laughs> man. Who is this hot tar? I'm so jealous of him. <laughs> it it remi- like often co-ferments remind me of like Chilean pace yes. because it's like. It just it's somehow both heavy and light at the mm-hmm. same time. And this is maybe the best example of that happening where yeah. you're like, there is tannin here, but it's like the tannin is like gliding over like a glycerine base. It it's funny because like Gamay Gamay's been getting thicker a lot. Mm-hmm. So the this sort of is it's interesting to see like the weight in this such as it is, is definitely the Gamay. Mm-hmm. It's not the fucking Pinot. No. And it's... Actually, it might be the Shard. And this is 17? Yeah. Which is a fucking awful year, right? In Beaujolais and in, in the Macan? <sighs> it was fine. I mean, like, it, there was a lot of hail. Yeah. But, like, the, the wines were good right, if you I had mean, wine. Right, exactly. But, like, having... Maybe, maybe that's part of, like, the benefit of making a wine like this, mm-hmm. where it's, like... You can throw some Gamay, some Pinot, mm-hmm. and some Shard in here and make, like, a reasonable amount of wine. It's funny. This is the least Burgundy Rouge, Burgundy Rouge I've ever had. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a Macon Rouge. Mm-hmm. You could actually bottle it as Burgundy Rouge if it was all Pinot. Yeah. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about Chablis and Macon, and that would be a really fun episode to do. Yeah. Like comparing those motherfuckers, unless the tariffs happen, in which case we will not be able to drink even Petite Chablis. We'll have to drink. I went to a class that was sponsored by like the Chablis Chamber of Commerce or something. Okay. And they were really hammering the idea that petite chablis is not like a lesser chablis they're like it's not like bad chablis it's just like a different part of chablis it's just the name literally means small chablis yeah it's like i was like you might have like a marketing issue Mm. on your hands here because it sounds like it doesn't sound good it's like if i was like do you want like a hamburger do you want like the petite hamburger mm. i'd be like no i don't i just want like the hamburger yeah yeah um Man, I'm bummed about these fucking tariffs, dude. Well, here's the good news. Go on. I bought the Zelda game. 
Okay, the Zelda game is good. So I don't need wine anymore. I have Civilization Six, and I haven't beat The Witcher. Have you started watching The Witcher? I haven't started watching The Witcher yet. I did buy the second book in the Dune series. I think we're going to be fine. Buddy, I've got bad news for you. The Dune series, really diminishing returns. I know it is. And I've... I've, I've, I've Speaking I've, of diminishing returns, Duncan Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great joke. Oh, if you came to that joke, you have to send us $5. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're going we're gonna to make it. The Dune movie's coming out. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Slash Muad'Dib. Um, I can't wait to see how that movie looks. I've I've made an agreement to myself. I'm only gonna read the first three Dune books. Yes. After that, again, you will lose your mind. Yeah, I don't want to lose my mind. I might get back into reading all the Call of Cthulhu stuff. Mm. Really get into the Eldric racist horror. Okay. Um, I've been reading a lot of science fiction. Yeah, same. Really good. It's a good place to escape to. Um, it also pairs really well with non-tariffed French wine, unfortunately. Yeah. Like getting reading, drunk and reading sci-fi. Re- reading sci-fi while like sipping on a light Beaujolais is kind of the jam. Because you know I be sipping. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not slamming like nine glasses of wine. Like let's read this book. Uh, like, I mean, I just for like, every instance where the word sex occurs in the book, encircling it. Last night I played Zelda. I yes. watched The Mandalorian and I drank a Pinot Denise, and it was a very nice pairing. I am so happy you're playing Zelda. I remember when I brought Zelda over here to do a podcast? Yeah. It was our fourth, our Pinot Noir episode. Uh-huh. I brought Zelda over. How did we do on that one? Did we nail that? We nailed it. We nailed Pinot Noir? And you were watching me climb a tower, and you're like, this sucks. It's like, no, I got to get up this tower. I got to be honest with you. The thing I hate about it is how long it takes to climb something. I'm used to playing Assassin's Creed, and that guy can climb so good. <laughs> and I'm in a new game where I'm like, oh, climbing is like, it hurts him. Like Link, Link gets hurt while he's climbing. No, he gets stressed. He, he gets get tired. He's, he's a tired, tired boy. boy. He he slept for a hundred years. He should be fine. How much do you want to kiss Link? Um, is he wearing chapstick? <laughs> yeah, dude, he's wearing chapstick. Seven uh, percent. Okay, yeah, seventy percent. Yeah, Link is. Can, <laughs> yeah, he can get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I don't want to tell you all the secrets, but that's the, the greatest game ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many there's so many things to do. Yeah, I will say that when wine dies, yeah, I will turn my anthropology skills to making open world video games. That'd be fun. I'll be like, oh, make this more racist. Yeah, <laughs> make it more traditional. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, there's a book you haven't read, but it actually turns out that's not how tribes work. So let me let me hop in this one. <laughs> <laughs> what will you do next? Um. I might become a sports broadcaster. Can you? Um, well, this would be good. I'll be like, and he's at the five. He's at the ten. He's at the twenty, and he's dead. And the guy dies. It, this is for the the upcoming uh, Gladiator football that's mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah, XFL. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of XFL games. The Albany Attack. <laughs> oh shit, that's a good name. They were real bad. Yeah, well, everyone was bad. That was the whole point. It was like, hey, this game is already murdering people. What if we made it more murdery? Yeah. What if we let everyone get a running start before they <laughs> slam headfirst into a 400-pound dude? So cool. America's made some really cool shit. This wine rips. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I honestly kind of believe that America should subsidize wine. And I think that a small amount of tariffs, as much as it would make my life worse, would make sense if... 
America gave a shit about its wine industry, mm-hmm. like a protective, like a 10% tariff, maybe 50 Because as we said in this podcast, it sucks when French wine is cheaper than whatever you're doing. Yeah. Because it's is, invariably better. I wanted to kind of like ask on this podcast, if anyone out there understands better how to explain and describe the subsidy. Because my understanding is that the French subsidize their wine industry pretty heavily. They they treat their wine industry the way we treat corn right so can we can we talk about how that came to be why that came to be the plus like i would love to have someone on here who actually like understands trade Mm -hmm. because i think i think the problem that we're having trying to talk about this is we are not economists well i'm an economic anthropologist so let me tell you one thing first of all the idea of an economy i'm putting economy in quotation (laughs) marks because there's no such thing as an economy because it's just like a laboratory condition it's like it's this idea that created by the western mind in the industrial age, of a place that is exited from the realm that we are in. Sure. How is the economy not religion? How is it not familial relationships? You can't answer that question. There's no such thing as an economy. Also, your dad is racist. I extremely regret bringing up this. <laughs> so anyway, it stands if a real <laughs> economist would like to come on here uh, and no, talk to us about this. No economist. If you're a cool economic anthropologist. If you write for The Economist. <laughs> Bitch, no. I I remember trying to read that for yeah, a while, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just having that in my bag. Yeah. That's a fucking neoliberal jerk off mag. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's like, pretty awful. Um I have a friend who works for Bloomberg, the company. Oh nice. And he is my most leftist friend, which is like mind blowing. Uh like the like and he's so open about the fact that he's like working for the monster. Yes. Um I want him to come on. Maybe I'll invite him on, and he can help talk about this. He can explain what a tariff is, but he has to get drunk first. Oh, he gets drunk really easy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, Which, love, I love to open a bunch of wine and, and like pour him glasses. Do I know this friend? I don't think so, but he's, he's awesome. All and of he, your friends look like their name is Dave. Can I just go out and say mm, that? His name doesn't look like Dave. Okay. He looks like – we used to call him Wolfman because he kind of looks like a werewolf. Okay, so uh, – Yeah. Brendan. <laughs> yeah, 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 very much a Brendan, and um, and and he's he's a great friend to have because you pour him wine and he drinks it like it's a beer. That's a wonderful. And friend he gets to have. really drunk. And That's it's a fun. wonderful friend. And then there's then they're too drunk, and then I drink all the rest of the wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I I I think that a thing about the tariffs or mm-hmm. versus subsidies is that the French government thinks you should be allowed to have wine. Yes, and the American government has always been like. That's not good. Well, it's weird because I feel this is totally not based on any facts. Honestly, there's no such thing as a fact. Subjective is all we have. And Great. culture, it exists if you're talking to a right-wing person, but when you're among friends, no such thing as culture. Yeah, it's true. Um, I feel like there's this weird thing about America where like our founding fathers were obsessed with French wine. And so like from the birth of this country, it's never taken our wine seriously. Like no one, like even like Thomas Jefferson, like made wine. He didn't even fucking drink it. He was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'll make wine, but I'm gonna drink that fucking Burgundy." So maybe that's part of the problem because they were fucking prods. Yeah, Protestants. Yeah, yeah, prods. Yeah, that's a, that's a slur I choose to use. Cool. I, um, yeah, you, know, you do you, man. Um, More Catholics in America, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I think I'm struggling to find a silver lining here. It's I can't see a situation where this these tariffs don't hurt everybody. It's incredible to realize that like like mask off, like wine has been 
my life and I think your life for quite a while, mm-hmm. we've been slamming our like, – I feel like I just got good at it. If you are my boss, you are literally not allowed to write back and say, no, you're not, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like I've been doing like, – like my friends are here. We've built this community. Like there's this like incredible space of like people who are like, working against the, conve- the the narrative in wine and like trying to open up wine for everybody. And it's like this really beautiful, like super like space. And just for it to be like some motherfucker with you know, brainworm syphilis is going to and not there's anything wrong with that, is going to be destroying this industry for a fucking trade war with France. I think that like what we're recognizing here is like the tenuousness of capitalism in general oh, to bitch, support yes. anybody. It's it's never going to have the best interest of the whole at heart. Capitalism doesn't actually work that way. It actually literally is a funnel upwards First they came of f- capital to the people with the capital. It's a fucking vacuum cleaner, brain-sucking money out of the hands of poor people. That's all it fucking is. And so if we're relying on capitalism to try to like, like, oh, we'll find like an economic solution to help support these farm like no that's not how capital capital you're going against the current inherently. no such thing as an economy it is secondary to what people want like fuck you if we wanted wine to be cheap and like everywhere it would be right um first they came for the wine reps but i didn't speak up because i was not a wine rep <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying guys <laughs> anyway i guess my point is vote for bernie um my point my point it. is always but like God, I know this sounds like like someone's trying to save their own job, but like, I, uh, my, my my greater point was like, what's happening here mm-hmm. in this scenario has happened to ev- to a bunch of other industries right before us mm-hmm. under this administration, under the Reagan administration, under the Clinton administration, under the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. To perhaps a lesser extent under the Obama administration. Oh, because Obama loved to drink his wine. I'm not talking about wine. I'm talking about like destroying Mm. industries and providing not enough like Mm. things to save the people who are being affected by those industries being destroyed. Yes. And and, and it's just now it's come for us. Yeah. Neoliberalism. Not even once. No. Um, How to tell if your kids are texting about neoliberalism. (laughs) That's a meme we should make. I'm I'm on it right now. Uh, I do think you should go to every other wine person's fucking Instagram page and like fill out the fucking form. Do it because it'll make you feel better. No one's gonna read it. No one gives a shit. Like, what happens to a bunch of wine people in New York City means nothing to nobody. But I promise you, they will come for you. Like, everything beautiful, everything nice is going to be destroyed by the forces of capital. If you work in the video game industry, oh boy, soon they're not going to let you have Laura Croft look so hot. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to have to wear glasses because of fucking neoliberalism. <laughs> no, but they, I mean, like, literally, they're going to come for you. Like, this is... Everything beautiful is going to die in a Republican America. And the only solution communism hell yeah like honestly like you want to put 100 percent tariff but also guarantee 100 percent employment yeah fine fuck it put me in a mine yeah like but this is like there are very few industries that support so many people of color 
so many people of uh, like alternate gender identities, like so many people of renegade leftist political thought as the restaurant industry, and to fuck with their money is absolute fucking bullshit. And you should all call your dads. More importantly, make your dads feel bad about this. I talked to my dad, and I was like, I'm going to be out of a job. I hope you have money, bitch. <laughs> and he does because he has a full head of hair and he's like 63. So he's, he's a boomer good. and they have all the money. Yeah. They don't give it to us. Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you for this beautiful bottle of wine. Did we finish that? Do we, we do that right? I think I think that's as much as we can say. Listen without... listen to other podcasts about economies. Yeah. True or... and on. Listen to True and on. <laughs> or just vote. Yeah, mm-hmm. vote. It, it feels like it's not important, but it is. If you want to vote for Warren, that's fine. It's not the right one, but like, it's better. Vote than for Warren or Bernie, or when the goddess Mott weighs your heart against a feather, it will be found heavy, and you will go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it. I mean, happy, happy twenty twenty. It's we're gonna wear more chapstick, and we're gonna be out of jobs. Yeah, twenty twenty. Podcast, we're going to go back to drinking $15 wines, mm-hmm. go chug them out of the bottle. Yeah. We're going to create a blog presence and take over the scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, we should just start the movement of like, actually, it's really cool to drink over-extracted Argentinian Malbecs. Yeah. Because that's what we're going to be able to afford. I can't wait for the indoctrination where I just come on the podcast I'm like, yeah, actually, I love tannins, bitch. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll just drink Australian wine. It's already expensive. Honestly, that's incredible. Australian wine is going to be affordable now. Yeah. You see what God hath wrought? Yeah. It's up is down, left is right, dogs and cats living together, total anarchy. If only somebody would stop this, you know what to do. Okay. Well, I love you guys. We Happy love New you. Year's. Uh, Happy New Year's. Don't drink too much. Don't forget to drink some water. Don't throw up on yourself or your friends. That's great. Do not get into cars with strangers. Do cocaine. Do a, a, a podcast listener can have a little bit of cocaine as a snack. Little snack amount of cocaine. But don't do too much and watch over fentanyl. Um, and also, please, 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 please take care of yourself. We mm-hmm. love you all. Mm-hmm. Rate and review. Tell people. This has been an insanely successful year for the podcast. Not to pat myself in the dick. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, I'm patting myself all over this dick. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hope next year is better, unless, of course, we have to stop doing a podcast because of Trump. But let's go watch the movie Cats, which is perhaps the greatest thing capitalism has yet <coughs> succeeded in yeah. doing. Yeah, we're the Jell-O bros. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Discourteous.